is up world welcome to man's world the podcast and i'm your host mr man's himself welcome back everyone listen i have to tell y'all i have so many interviews and couples that i want you all to hear from but i'm gonna wait until it's completely safe and we get this virus out of here and speaking of safety listen i know most of us are tired of this thing but don't let your guard down all right Keep wearing a mask, keep using hand sanitizer and washing your hands and just don't go where you don't have to. You know, let's all be safe so you can continue to be the best you that you can be. Right now, it's still 2020. We're still in the pandemic, but we do have a new president. And with this presidency, it brings a lot of continued concern pertaining to social injustice, equality, health care. Education and a big one for a lot of people is gun ownership. Now, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, in this year alone, Americans have bought 17 million guns and gun sales have increased over 500 percent. Interesting. Now, why such a surge, you might ask? Many people have said that the pandemic has increased their concerns that they might become a victim of violence. In retrospect, food is low, jobs are low, essentially money is low for a lot of people. So in return, a lot of people are purchasing guns to make them feel safe or out of simple protection of their family. Now, if this isn't common from your upbringing or your current occupation, bringing a gun in the house is a major step for a lot of black families and families in general, if you ask me. So to help us dive into this a little bit more, I couldn't think of a better way but to lean on some phenomenal people. Some of the best to ever make a television show, if you ask me. And that show is none other than The Carmichael Show. Now, The Carmichael Show was a black American sitcom television series created by Nicholas Stoller, Gerard Carmichael, Ari Catcher, and Willie Hunter. The show premiered on August 26, 2015 on NBC and concluded... Unfortunately, I had to say concluded on August 9th, 2017, after three seasons and 32 episodes. Man. So this show was portrayed as a fictional version of comedian Gerard Carmichael's family. It was set in Charlotte, North Carolina, and his family members included Gerard's father, Joe, his mother, Cynthia, and his brother, Bobby. Other characters included Gerard's living girlfriend, who later became his wife, Maxine. And also his brother's estranged wife, Nikisha, who was played by Tiffany Haddish, by the way. Hilarious. Um, but these episodes often tackled serious societal issues and current events in a very humorous context. So interestingly enough, episode six on season one was titled Simply Guns. And in this episode, Maxine and Gerard had a big disagreement. The disagreement came after Maxine finding that Gerard not only owned a gun, but he had one in the house. And they both had differing opinions on that. Let's check it out. Are you out here taking a pregnancy test? <laughs> what is this? Oh, that that's a sock drawer, Maxine. You scared of socks now? Because that's an irrational fear for a therapist. You know exactly what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? 
Oh! You talking about Petey? <laughs> yes, you brought a gun into our apartment? No, no, I brought a gun into my apartment, and then you moved in, so... <laughs> technically, you moved in with us. How could you not tell me that there was a gun just lying around? First of all, it wasn't just lying around, it was in a sock drawer. And secondly, I didn't know I had to tell you everything that was in the apartment. Full disclosure, Maxine, there's a yearbook in the closet. Look, John, I am anti-gun. Not just stricter gun laws, not get rid of all the machine guns. I want absolutely no guns. So you're on the fence about guns. <laughs> it's okay, Petey. I'm sorry the mean lady scared you. But I don't feel comfortable with a gun in the apartment. You're not comfortable with a gun in the apartment. I'm not comfortable without a gun in the apartment. So I'll tell you what we'll do. I'm going to keep the gun. What are you talking about? Well, we didn't agree, so I made a leadership decision. You know, as the leader of this relationship... Well, I'm, I'm sorry. The leader of this relationship? Yeah. Oh, you think this is a sexist thing? No, no, I'm not the leader because I'm a man. That's crazy. I just have, like, way more leadership qualities than you. And I happen to be a man, but those two things are totally separate, Maxine. Okay, there is no leader in a relationship. A relationship is a partnership. We are both leaders equally. You know, and the way to solve this is for us to talk about our perspectives, talk about our feelings. Talk about our feelings? That doesn't sound like a leader. You think Oprah says that the Statman in the mornings? Gerard, where did that gun come from? My dad gave it to me when I was 18. He told me you can have either a really nice gun or a really crappy car. So I chose option A. That was the gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. What are you doing? Wait, what are you doing? Maxine, what are you doing? Maxine, seriously, wh where are you going? I am returning this gun to where it came from. No, just stop for a second, Maxine. Stop, seriously. Maxine, as the leader of this relationship, I order you to stop. <laughs> Interesting. Doesn't look like she took that too well. Now, this instance is um, very realistic. It's something that could happen or that probably has been happening to many families or many relationships and couples today. So, and I play that because, fellas, ladies too, if you are interested in buying a gun or if you have a gun or any type of weapon, let your significant other know. Or if it's a situation like uh, Maxine and Gerard had where somebody is moving in, Informed them, hey, I own a gun or I own this and this is where it stays and uh, this is how I'm going to keep you safe and this is how I keep it safe away from others. Have that conversation because um, I, I do think it's very alarming to just open a drawer one day and see a gun or, you know, for men and women. Have that conversation with your spouse or if you're interested, talk about it. Um, you know, just don't don't surprise anyone with something of that nature, because I could see the, how I could see why Maxine felt the way she did. Now, I took a poll on Instagram and I asked a few questions. And thank you all for those who responded. I got a lot of great responses, a lot of great feedback and also a lot of great, great questions. I'm sorry. I was able to help a lot of people and talk to a lot of people about um gun ownership, which is something that I'm passionate about. But I first asked the men if they owned a gun. Now, 69% said yes. And 31% said no. This is about out of about 140 people. I did ask those same guys if they felt comfortable carrying it 
on a daily basis, meaning having their gun on their side or in their car or, you know, have just carrying it on a daily basis. 70% said yes, 30% said no. I asked the ladies if they owned a gun. 44% said yes and 56% said no. I then asked those same women if they felt comfortable carrying it on a daily basis. 55% said yes and 45% said no. Interestingly enough, I asked the ladies if their spouse owned a gun, does it make them nervous? 90% said no, but 10% agreed that it does. And that's interesting to me because I think that owning a gun also deals with maturity. Um, like you, I think your spouse wants to know that even if you're playful, which is good in relationships, you know, to have that playtime and step out of character and you know, we work hard. You go to work and be professional. Sometimes you, you know, you just don't feel like being in the same mode all the time. So don't get me wrong. A little bit of immaturity now and then is perfectly fine. I, we, you know, fellas, we would say that. But it's a time and a place, especially when it comes to firearms. So I think, and I keep saying, I don't want to keep saying men because women own guns too the other person wants to feel safe so i think that 10 percent is because they did they don't feel that maturity of their spouse in certain other aspects and it carries and it carried on to the gun ownership part so that was interesting to me i also asked my last question i asked what were some of the reservations about guns and a lot of people said that they don't want their family or kids to get a hold to them. True indeed. Definitely. I get that. Some said that they fear having to shoot someone and that makes them nervous. I understand that too. I never want to have to do it. I, I mean, I don't think anybody should die uh, that way. It's unfortunate when it does happen. But I think a lot of times when it comes to somebody going home to their family or somebody protecting themselves. Um, most people do what they had to do, but that's another conversation. But I, I read those responses to you all, to which was a lot of great responses. And but those fears can be alleviated with just research and conversations with your family. Like if you were thinking about getting a gun, or you don't you you know you're inquisitive about who may have a gun in your family sit down and have that conversation not just with your spouse but your family you know thanksgiving is coming up it'll be interesting what you'll find uh, which uncle has all these guns that you never knew about or which family members don't agree with guns have that conversation with your family all right cool so early i spoke about why such a surge on the purchase of firearms and guns in general and why people felt the need to own one let's see what the carmichael family had to say about that okay maxine the game's over give it back no stop hey guys is joe here joe the girl currently living with our son is looking for you out here oh hey listen that picture i texted you was meant for cynthia <laughs> Uh, um, Joe, I'm, I'm here to give you this. Oh, no! She's come for revenge! Hey, you got one shot and you better not miss. 
Oh, yeah. This is a gun I gave Gerard. You gave my baby a gun? Wait, wait, wait. You gave Gerard a gun, too? I thought that was a special moment between us. <laughs> you gave both my babies a gun? What are you, just supplying arms to everybody? You're like a one-man Iran Contra. Yes, everybody should have guns. And you want to know why? Because when they come, they're going to have guns. That's right, Maxine. We need guns because they have guns. What? Who are they? Yeah, yeah, who are they? Them. <laughs> oh, them. Okay. Wait, but, but, wait. Are you talking about white people or the government? Guns are never the answer. They only bring pain. I had a cousin that was shot by a neighbor over an argument, and I have prayed every day that no one has to ever experience that kind of pain again. Well, I'm very sorry, Cynthia. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not fair, using your emotions to win an argument. What, are you running for office or something? <laughs> Look, listen, the fact remains that it's better to have a gun and not need it than to need it and not have it. Guns and Neosporin. You need both around the house at all times. <laughs> I mean, look what's happening around us. We are sitting ducks at schools, in, 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 in movies, and the movies are expensive, too. I don't want to pay $12 only to be shot before I can see Matt Damon get out of a sticky situation. <laughs> I love seeing Matt Damon get out of sticky situations. That's my favorite genre of movie. <laughs> well, look, let me tell you, some guns make me paranoid. You know, that's why I actually just dump mine off in the park. God, I hope that's not true. I think guns are for punks. Give me a good old-fashioned knife fight any day. See, if I'm going to take you down, I want to look you straight in the eyes. You know something? I actually would hit somebody with my car if I had to. Yeah. But this isn't an argument on the best way to kill somebody. Oh, oh. oh. Well, then what are we talking about? Matt Damon. I thought we was talking about Matt Damon. Look, Maxine, I don't know why you're all up in arms about this. I'm a safe, responsible gun owner. All right, that's still a problem. Even a responsible gun owner can make mistakes. Did you know that you are 12 times more likely to shoot somebody you know than you are an intruder? 12 times? Man, that's almost a baker's dozen. Look, that's mostly Crips and Bloods. They'll skew any pole if you let them. Look, Maxine, let me ask you. Okay? Say an intruder breaks into our apartment and we don't have a gun anymore. What are we supposed to do? Call 911. No, but it's too late. He's already inside the apartment. Ooh, I'm nervous. <laughs> if someone is breaking into our apartment, it would be to steal things. And I would never use a gun to protect things. I would just use my words. I would tell them where all our valuables are, and then we would be safe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought that was a joke. does not need a gun to protect himself. What are you talking about? I'm as real as they come, and I own a gun. Joe, you do not have a gun. I made you get rid of that gun when Bobby was born. And for your own protection, I didn't listen. There is no gun around here. I know this house inside and out. <laughs> You threaten my gun, you threaten me now. Wow, look how aggressive guns are making you. Guns don't make people aggressive, Maxine. Guns shoot people. 
And it's not aggression, Maxine. It's passion. Passion for defending yourself, for defending your family. I mean, look, the truth is, without a gun, you're merely asking for respect. With one, you're demanding it. See, that's poetry right there, boy. Thank you. Thank you. It's like Maya Angelou's spirit has inhabited your body. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Now, each person brought up a lot of great points and very intriguing topics uh when it comes to owning a gun and that it just goes to show that the conversation needs to be had whether it's between you and your spouse or you and your family mom and dad grandpa or grandma um which would definitely be another great resource see how grandma and grandpa feel about them because to go through generations and uh evolve on opinions that's important because even me um you know i'm not that old but growing up owning a gun was like i don't even know what to compare it to but you know the only people that had guns was the, the police and drug dealers and the drug dealers went to jail for years if they got caught with them so it was like for me i was like man that's that's bad but growing up and becoming mature and being able to educate myself i got rid of a lot of the misconceptions and it is a lot of misconceptions out there about guns and ARs. I was uh, thinking about that the other day, like an AR-15, something as simple as that. AR does not mean assault rifle, contrary to popular belief. AR means army light, which is the company that made the gun. Um, and ARs are also... Response. I know everybody say, oh, it's this big killing device and this, that, and the third. But they are, they're only responsible for less than 2% of killings in the U.S. But that's neither here nor here. Here nor there. Um, I'm not here to make you an enthusiast or even pro-gun. I just want people to get more education on gun ownership before becoming thoroughly judgmental. If that makes sense. So, yep. And um, I know this episode is a little bit different than the first couple because this is a relationship based podcast. But as I said, I am also going to be speaking about caring events sometimes. And sometimes we're just going to talk about things that I'm passionate about. But when it goes to um, firearms and gun ownership in general, I think that is that go that ties into the relationship aspect because bringing a gun home could change the dynamics of a household um thoroughly so i do feel like it's a conversation that needs to happen especially with the way things are and the way that times are you know so just seek the information you know do your research watch videos is it's not a question that you don't have about a gun i go so far to say I don't think it's a question that you might have that's not on YouTube or either on Google. So, you know, just research, get the information if you're interested. If you're not, throw away all of this. You know, none of this has anything to do with you and which is totally fine. Every It's not for everybody. And everybody does not have to partake in owning a gun or being around it. And that is perfectly fine. Yep, so let's get into the man's moment. Now, episode five, Man's World, the podcast. 
the man's moment goes to Mr. Kalyan Naor. Now, may not have heard the name before. You may have. Um, he's not a local person, but he is a black gun rights activist. He's also a lawyer and the host of a web series called Naor. He has over 121 million views and over 1,600,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel as of October 2020. So if you're looking to learn something about guns, whether it's a specific question about how they function or even the laws pertaining to a gun or a certain type of gun or gun rights, having a gun in your house, in your car, he's the guy to go to. I mean, if you're interested in a gun, type it in, you'll probably see him shooting it. So I, I give a moment to him because it is good to have people um, who you can learn from and not to say everything that he says is right. You know, it's a lot of opinions, but that's for you to judge. But again, Mr. Kalyan, your lawyer, um, gun owner, he's a he's a great resource nonetheless. You know, so a man's moment is going to go to him today. Also, man, it's a lot of good resources out there. And I encourage you to follow people and not just when it comes to owning guns, but people who are versatile. Um, but use guns as assets because they are appreciating assets depending on the type. But people like Derek Grace, too. You know, somebody um, and that's on Instagram. He's on Instagram as well. Derek Grace, too. He not only encourages gun ownership, but also generational wealth and family empowerment. I love it. I love it. You know, you know what? This episode reminds me of uh, something I used to do for my homeboys. Let me see if I still remember. Hold on. Hey, and y'all tell me if y'all know the movie. I know you know it. <laughs> you know the problem with you little niggas. You think you know everything about the damn world. And you don't know shit. Now I see you got yourself a little business going. That's good. That's good. You make that paper. But see, when you making paper, you got to learn the rules that go along with it. You got to learn the difference between guns and butter. There are two types of niggas in this world. It's niggas with guns and niggas with butter. Now, what are the guns? See, the guns, that's the real estate. That's stocks and bonds, artwork, you know, shit that appreciates with value. Now, what's the butter? Oh, you know, the cars, clothes, jewelry, and all that other bullshit that don't mean shit after you buy it. That's what it's all about. Guns and butter, baby. Little dumb mother. <laughs> ah, I still got it a little bit, man. Love that movie. Hey. Listen, hit me up on Instagram at jmans3d if you have any questions or responses. And that's a wrap, you know. jmans3d, let me know. Let me talk to me, people. I appreciate y'all. I love the feedback, questions. Keep them coming. But for now, look, keep laughing, keep learning, keep living, and keep on loving. Mans. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, 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 o